It's game day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Lease Podcast. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano, joined by my co-host, The Zoobs. Buddy, a new era in Leafland begins tonight. It's the first day of the rest of our lives. We The Sheldon Keefe <laughs> era. Let's do it. Uh, just, you know, kind of yesterday it was all it was all fresh to us, all new to us. Is there anything else from the Babcock firing that you kind of thought about later on or something that you thought about uh, when you woke up this morning? Just kind of put a bow on it? Um, you know, just uh, just a measure of, of recognition for uh, where the team was when he, when he started and where they ended up. Uh, I think, you know, we touched on that briefly, but just to sort of, uh, say it again one last time, just that, uh, you know, he was the right guy to get them to the level they're at now, and and, and he uh, succeeded in that way. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think at the time, he was the guy that they needed to kind of steer the ship, and uh, just the expiration date came a little sooner than we expected, and for some reason, the message just kind of went sour in the room, and they needed a new voice, and here we are today, Sheldon Keefe, he has officially signed a new NHL contract that, sh- that just actually coming out from uh, Pierre Lebrun right before we started recording. Um, I-, I guess you have to sign a new contract when you see- when you get a new job, right? So yeah, I guess the, the it's been official now that Keith is the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, so he spoke with the media today, as did Kyle Dubas and Kyle Shanahan. Uh, did you have anything that you kind of took from from what was said today? Seems like a really um, out of the gate, a, a really uh, you know simple message from Keith. He wants them to play free. He wants them to maybe even have a little fun. Um, we'll see them hopefully play a little loose, and I think that might be a good recipe to start before they get into you know really deeply getting his fingerprints on this team. They looked a little overcoached. They look a little stiff recently. So let's see what a little freedom and a little bit of uh, sort of free play and freewheeling creativity can do for these guys who are so talented offensively. Yeah, I think that's that's the, that's the number one thing. And I think that was something that a lot of us were kind of clamoring for Mike Babcock to kind of give this team a little bit more uh, room. Just give them a little bit more, let them loose a little bit. Like, you, you see what happens when this team was down late in games and they, they kind of had to put the pedal to the metal. They were so good. They were so good. Uh, and even the game against Vegas, for that short amount of time that Barry and CeCe were actually out on the ice together when they were down by two, trying to or down by a goal, trying to to get the equalizer. Just to, I went and, uh, uh, and took a look. They outshot Vegas seven to nothing when those two were on the ice together. Crazy, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Like, <laughs> so when you talk about a guy like Tyson Barry who needs to get going, I think this is exactly the thing that's going to make that happen. I don't know if he's going to get put on the line with Barry to start. Uh, it doesn't look like he's going to, at least. Uh, you know, the lines currently, you know, will, as we show it, still Dermot and Barry. Uh, it looks like it's going to be the same defensive pairings that started off the game against Vegas. But we'll see eventually. I would like to see that happening, and it seems like Keith is a little bit more open to uh, making some change if things aren't happening. He's not as stubborn as uh, one Mike Babcock was. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other things that I, I kind of pulled away from it, and something else that I think the, the style of hockey that he wants to play, you know, kind of the tactical changes that he wants to play, something that I've talked about before, the fact that. This team, they, they don't defend in front of their net, and that's a, a big reason why they've allowed a lot of high-danger chances and a lot of high-danger goals because they're just allowing teams 
to work right out in front of their own, right in the kitchen. And, you know, that's something that Keefe says that he wants to put a stop to. And hopefully, obviously, it takes the players out on the ice to, to follow through with that promise. But that is definitely something that needs to change. And I'm glad that that was something that he brought up. So that was something that I, I kind of pulled away from it and something that I think definitely needs to uh, needed to be addressed. So we'll see if that ends up coming through. Anything else? No, just, uh, you know, as, as you said, th- th- we heard that Tyson Berry is on PP1. That should be uh, a welcome change, something we've talked about, oh. and, and probably a good a good way to get him going, I, I, I think. Uh, of all the people in that dressing room that should be happy about this change, I think I think we agree that Tyson Berry is the guy who should have the biggest smile on his face right now. 100%. Um, just because you mentioned it, let's go ahead and let's talk about the changes that are going to be made to the Leafs lineup because it wasn't just the power play that got some changes. We also have some differences in lines up front in the forwards. Uh, Janssen, Matthews, and Nylander, I think they played pretty well together all throughout the season. They've, they've been one of the more consistent lines, and they've kind of, they're the only line that hasn't been touched at all. So they remain uh, aligned together as a top line. Tavares getting some new line mates. He's going to stick with Mikheyev on the on uh, the left wing. Hyman shifting over to the right wing. What are your thoughts on that line there, Mikheyev, Tavares, and Hyman? Uh, interesting. I think I think you know we we sort of talked about uh, Mikheyev uh, had had a nice start and he generally plays well. I don't know that he has the hands to be a great skill guy, but that that to me, Mikheyev, uh, Tavares, Hyman, that's an annoying line to play against. That's a, that's a, that's oh, a line yeah. that's going to play you hard and they're going to play you. Uh, deep into the zone and, and and really try to to grind it out. I think that's a nice sort of change of pace versus the skill and speed of the top line. And and uh, I th- I think it's good. It it sort of keeps every line from being the same. I think you get a real uh, attitude from how that line is going to play. And I, I look forward to seeing it. Something else that I thought that that I just kind of was thinking of after I saw this these lineup come out, something that also Mike Babcock was very stubborn about was his offensive and defensive zone starts. You know, his top six were consistently got offensive zone starts. His bottom six consistently got D zone starts. And now that I see this line, Mikheyev, Tavares, and Hyman, I'll be curious to see if maybe they start to get a little more time, you know, to, uh, D zone starts, um, and maybe it'll get shaken up a little bit. Whereas before, it just, you know, you were starting off your fourth line in your own zone. And when they lost the faceoff, it was like, oh, well, here we go again. And then they were getting scored on. So it, it, I think it's going to be interesting to see if that uh, is another change that we see tonight against the Coyotes. Uh, so the third line also changed up a bit. Kerfoot on the wing, along with Spezza and Kapanen. Uh Kerfoot on the wing, interesting. I'm curious to see if that might be just because he's not 100% yet and they don't want him uh, playing center, or if he really believes that Kerfoot would be better suited on the wing. Yeah, I think that I think that's a nice uh, idea. I think we look at Spezza's played well the last few games. He's he's sort of had a nice little comfort uh, slotting into the lineup regularly. Kapanen has played well, and Kerfoot... Uh, was playing well before he got injured, so I think that's you know none of those guys are true uh, fourth liners, and and they've all earned a little bit bigger responsibility. And and if the, the way to shift them around is that Spezza is your center and Crawford is your winger versus the opposite. Uh, I think those are the right three guys to have on that line. Another line that I think can play with speed, can play in all three zones, and and should be able to to generate some advantage here against the Coyotes. And then the fourth line, Pierre Engvall checking in. Obviously, he spent uh, all of last year and then most of this season with Sheldon Keefe down in the Marlies. 
and he played great for him down there. So he clearly has the trust of of the new coach, and uh, so he's gonna he's gonna come in in place of Timoshov. Freddie the Goat gonna be the centering line there on the fourth, and then Nick Patan. He's checking in. Uh, so Shore and Timoshov are going to be the scratches tonight along with uh, Marty Marincin. So Engvall, Gauthier, and Patan. That's an interesting little fourth line there. and I'm, I'm curious to see how much of a run this gets because what we saw with Babcock is that fourth line, they were consistent. It was, it was very fluid. Mm-hmm. They were consistently changing players out. And I'll be curious to see... You know, all three of these guys, Engvall, Shore, and then Patan recently had a had a stint in the AHL under Coach Keefe. I'll be interested to see if he kind of sticks with this to see if they can create some line chemistry. And maybe that will help um, with some consistency, which is something that this team as a whole has really been lacking. Yeah, I think that's part of the, one of the advantages of having somebody that already had institutional knowledge is just as you said, uh, the the bottom half of this lineup uh, Engvall, Patan, uh, Shore, um, you know, Dermot, Hall, all these guys have experience playing under Sheldon Keefe. They, they don't have, you know, they're not proving themselves to him for the first time. He knows what to expect out of them. And, and Engvall uh, and Patan as well were, were big parts of, the, of that Marley's team this year and last year. So um, he knows what to expect from those guys and they know what to expect from him. And, and that could be uh, a nice early advantage for them out of the gate here. All right, coming up on the other side, let's uh, preview the game tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. All right, welcome back to Locked On Lease Podcast here. Mike DiStefano alongside the Zoobs. Uh, day one, game number one under Sheldon Keefe will be played tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, what are your expectations for him and the team going into it? I think, uh, you know, I, I expect, a, good, I expect a, a big game. I, I think when every time you have a new coach, it sort of it doubles as a, a, an audition for all these guys that have not played out under him before. You know, we, we talked about the familiarity he does have, but someone like Matthew, someone like Nylander, someone like Tavares, these guys have not played under Sheldon Keefe before, and, and this is his chance, this is their chance to really um, prove to him what they have to offer, as well as someone like Nick Patan, who has struggled to, you know, he's gotten a response, gotten chances, but hasn't really produced. He has a chance here to prove himself to a new coach, um, you know, Travis Dermott. I, I really expect to see uh, pretty much everybody on the ice putting their best foot forward. I think this is an opportunity for all these guys to sort of show a new guy what they ha- are capable of and, and with a clean slate sort of, you know, fight for spots in different situations and, and earn the trust of a new guy. I think this is a very exciting game and, and uh, you know, it should be uh, very exciting uh, to watch and see who plays differently. Yeah, it almost has a feeling like it's it's the start of a new season, and you're really excited to see how the team's going to go out there, how they're going to play, how they're going to perform. And I know we're 22 games in, but, you know, just with so much – uh, newness to this team, and we all kind of knew deep down that there was this this uh, this tension between the way that the team has been, uh, the way the team's been construction constructed, and the way that Babcock was trying to deploy them. And now, finally, I feel like the way that this team's being constructed, and you can tell, you know, you take a look at, at, at what the lines are here. You have Timoshev, Shore, and Marincin, all bigger, slower players that are not going to be in the lineup tonight. You know, it's it's a very quick, uh, very, very athletic team that's being iced here by, you know, the new look Sheldon Keefe. And you look at the lines, it seems like, you know, they have more balance to the lines. 
Um, I, I really do think that this is this is going to be one to watch. I think this is the first time uh, since the season started where I'm like, hey, I need like this game. I'm super excited to watch it. Uh, I, I just want to see how everybody does, how people adjust, how they respond to the new coach. Uh, it's it's going to be a really fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. Something about Arizona, though, which is going to be kind of interesting, is the fact that they don't allow a lot of chances. They don't allow a lot of shots, and they're the second uh, second last in goals against. So they don't allow a lot. This team has been struggling mightily as of late. Do you think that this change in coach and change in philosophy and tactical change is going to spark this team and maybe this is a chance for them to really break out? 100%. 100%. I know that the Coyotes are off to a very good start this year and they have overperformed some expectation, but flat out, the Maple Leafs are better than this team. Pretty much top to bottom, I would say. Uh, they, are the more, they are the more talented team. I know that you know we've seen a good system from Arizona and they'll be prepared for the Leafs to be sort of uh, playing a, a fast offensive game. But I really think this is um, the, the first real chance to see what some of these guys can do. And I expect, especially when you add in, you know, Matthew's playing at home, basically, and in, in front of uh, a lot of friends and family. He usually gets up for this game, and I think this should be no different. I expect him to lead the way. I, I expect him to be the guy sort of with the biggest smile on his face going forward and, and saying, you know, this is my chance to really, uh, really blow it out and see what I can do. And and uh, what better place than in the place you know you grew up playing in 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 some of the rinks and some of the areas that that you grew up in. I think it's really exciting. And and yeah, I expect them to go to be going all out and to be the playing hard and and playing fast and you know breaking through that Arizona um, system. And, and if especially if they can get on the board early, if they can get some momentum rolling and, and start yes. feeling good about themselves. I think this has a chance to be uh, one of the best games of the year right off the bat. As we move to keys to the game, I think the number one is a good start. You know, you got a new coach and, uh, you know, Tyson Berry said it, said it best. Actually, this team has a new lease on life. He feels personally, he has a new lease on life here under coach Sheldon Keefe. So go out there and be thankful for that new lease that you've been given. Get out there and play the, the the entire 60 minutes the way that you play those last five minutes in Chicago or those last five minutes in the uh, in uh, New York and those last five minutes against Vegas. You know, I don't understand why this team, they, they just felt like they didn't or they weren't playing to their abilities until it was already too late. Let's go ahead and let's start giving that type of effort and let it loose from puck drop. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think Keefe will allow them to do. Any other keys, a couple of keys from you? I mean, I think we talk about this a lot, but let's see this power play. I think, you know, to to continue bringing up Tyson Berry, you know, he's supposed, this is where he's supposed to excel. He's a 60 point guy. He's a power play guy. He's not even scored yet this year. I believe he leads the league in shots taken without a goal. Um, You know, let's, let's, let's see this power play. I'm, I'm excited to see what a difference in philosophy does for them. I think, another situation where they can stand to be a little more freewheeling, a little more creative and not have to do everything perfectly. Let's get some pucks on net. Um, you know, let, let Tyson Berry rip some big shots. Let's see what happens when, you know, it's, it's a two defensive PP one and they're setting up some one timers. Let, let's, let's see what happens. Like just, just let it loose, have some fun on the power play. I think, uh, looking forward to seeing what the first power plays under Sheldon Keefe look like in this game. 
And it's funny that he does elect to go with the two defensemen power play. Like, that's something that you don't see often in the game anymore. Usually you got four forwards and a defenseman. But when you look at Tyson Berry, you know, I think uh, Darren Dreger coined the term dwinger. Like, he's a defensive defenseman who kind of plays like a winger. He plays that rover-esque play. So I think that this this could work out really well, to be honest with you. So, yeah, again, that's something that I'll definitely be keeping an eye on uh, throughout this game. And, and then the penalty kill, which is another thing that really needs to, to shape it up here. So I think special teams as a whole is something that uh, you're going to want to keep an eye on over the, maybe not just this game, but over the next few games, you know, to see what he, uh, you know, instills in the systems that he puts in place. They've really only had one practice under him, and that was today, and that was on on a game day. So I'm sure they weren't going too, too hard. I know he said that they they skated him a little harder than they originally would on a game day. But, you know, going forward, give them a few practices. Uh, I'm really looking forward to kind of the rest of this road trip to see what they can do. Um, uh, I think you, you kind of put the nail on the head also. I think another key that I was thinking of, you said the word creativity. And that's what I want to see out of this team tonight. I want to see some creativity because we have not seen that in the uh, so far this year. It's been a very, very conservative effort so far from these Maple Leafs. And when they have the amount of skill that they have, they can be creative with the puck. They can do a lot of things that a lot of teams can't do. Go out there, do it, excel. And I think that they're going to realize that they are a much better team than what their record has indicated to this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, prediction for tonight? Uh, I think we're, I think we are due for a really big feel-good win. I'm, I'm going to go four-one Maple Leafs, uh, and Tyson Berry gets on the board with a goal tonight. How about that? I like it. I like it. I'm going to go. I go bigger. I go five-one. Wow. Feeling five-one. I think Sheldon Keith gets it done. You know the team responds and they go out there. And I think by the end of the first period, I. Wouldn't be surprised if they're up by a couple. I hope that's the, I hope that's the case. Up by a couple. I hope that's the yeah. case. Me too, because we need that. Because if this team actually, if they, here's a big thing too for tonight. They have to score the first goal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine how deflated the team must will feel if they go out there and they allow a goal in the first couple of minutes and are after making this change? You know, yeah, it's not what you want. <laughs> well, it's not what you want generally, but I think this even gets kind of even more in the focus point just because you made a change for to bring in a new coach. If you allow a goal, kind of like, you know, the, what happened the very first, what was it, 25 seconds into the season, they allowed the first goal after, you know, such a great presentation, anointing Tavares, your captain, and then Brady Kachuk opens up the scoring a few seconds later, and uh, the season really has kind of gone downhill ever since. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's 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 first and foremost. Get a lead, uh, score first, get off to a good start, and keep it going for 60 minutes. That's what we need to see out of the Maple Leafs tonight. Uh, I think we're going to have to uh, call it short because I am <laughs> I'm at work trying to do this, and uh, it's, it's, it's time to get back to work. So, unfortunately, just a short, quick podcast, but we want to make sure that we got it out there. Uh, tonight's game against the Arizona Coyotes, the first of Sheldon Keefe's career in the NHL. The Keefe era has begun here in Toronto. That's going to do it for us today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms. Receive daily Leafs content. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Leafs. Follow myself at Mickey underscore Canuck. And follow Zoobs at the underscore Zoobs. 
All right, man. That was a blast. Looking forward to tonight's game. Very Looking exciting. forward to chatting about it even more tomorrow. Absolutely. And that's when we'll get back here. Uh, but until then, keep it locked right here on Lockdown Leafs.